I have found two fine Americans who are willing to serve our nation, and I'm grateful for their service. It is now my honor to welcome to the podium. Empty your mind. Be formless. Shake it like water. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I have absolutely no idea what's going on. No, I'm not on drugs. I'm, I'm happy. Oh, God. We're back again. Yes. Back again in the Conlon basement. Episode 17, Theoretical Nonsense Podcast. Coming to you live with the champs. Oh, boy. Of the Worthy Brew Thank Fest. Thank you. Thank you. That Bear Hole Brewing. You heard it on this podcast first. Um, so if you live in this area, you should already know their names. Right. And you listen to this podcast. So they just came off of a fresh win. First place, numero uno, Worthy Brew Fest. Tell us about it. Tell us. Oh, man. Um, well, Brian is, is sitting right over here. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, actually, I was listening to your podcast a couple days later. I think it came out a day or two after The Worthy. Um, it was the same day. Yeah, I think okay. we recorded the same exact day you guys did The Worthy in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we, we were um, surprised and, and lucky enough to, uh, to beat out 37 others, Brian. 38 possibly um yeah we we got the most tokens man <laughs> that's all accounts tokens uh yeah well again we are uh, theoretical nonsense podcast coming to you from pretty ricky's basement here with uh, b stam and uh pretty ricky conlin uh always brought to you by those amazing people out there at six squirrel studios please check them out if you have the opportunity uh, log on to that Six Squirrel Studios. Look at the new merch that's on there. Please click on their Amazon banner when you're doing your Amazon shopping. And uh, get yourself some stickers and some sweatshirts. Spread the word. Spread the love. Um, again, you can follow them on the Instagram. You can follow us on the Instagram. And you can follow that Bear Hole Brewing on the old Instagram as well. You guys want to be ahead of the curve on that because when this shit gets crazy, you can say, I knew about this first. So, again, uh Bear Hole Brewing, the uh, beer-minded magicians are sitting with us here tonight, <laughs> and uh, we're talking about uh, being just absolute beer cunts, beer snobs, beer sluts, beer whores, all of the beer above, mm-hmm. and um, showing off our piercing. Showing off my uh, absolute amazing, amazing beer uh, piercing. Counting, I'm going to go live right here with uh, Pretty Ricky. Perfect. Yeah, going live here with my uh, my boy Doc Collin from the uh, from the basement. Ah. Uh, <laughs> B. Stam and his beautiful missus, Kevin and Chrissy, here with us. The pan in the house, Superman, who doesn't know how to remember to bring shit with him. Fuck your face. Because he's a fucking forgetful moron, but I but love him. He's got a wonderful love. wife. He does have a beautiful wife. Yeah, she meet me. Ha- she met me halfway with the uh, probably the most integral part of the, the <laughs> setup, except for the mixer itself. I am your uh, stoned as you go Irish cocoa. And, uh, <laughs> I am and, uh, the white panda. And we're going to make this magic happen. So again... Here with the boys from Bear Hole Brewing. Those guys crush it at the Worthy. We're going to talk beer. We're going to drink beers. We're going to um, get sidetracked and just oh yeah, babble. Um, let's uh, let's start this off. Yeah. What's, uh, what, 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 what are you, are you drinking? drinking? Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And some beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Let's go drink some beer. Beer is good. 
I'm drinking a uh, Trillium Permutation Series number 54, which is a 4.4% blonde ale. Thank you so mm. much for coming at me with that 4.4% to start because... Mm. Um, yeah, I nice have, for a Sunday afternoon. I have never, ever left this house ever in my life sober. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's an absolute true statement. I'm not saying I'm drinking and driving. Oh, but... Yeah. But there's... What's, pr- what are you winking for? Pretty good. Why did you wink? What? I don't understand. Why would you... I don't understand why it was you... supposed to be between us. Oh, and if I'm going to, so does that mean you are going to drink and drive? I don't think you're in such an asshole. I don't even know why I'm friends with you. <laughs> I don't know. The wink was for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you're on camera. Fuck off. <laughs> no one's watching. <laughs> um, That's beautiful. Yeah, you're beautiful. Uh, B. Stan, what did you uh, bring that bottle? Bring over. that big beautiful bottle over here, you big sexy bastard. Talking to this microphone. Give us a uh, this big blue cock right there. Put that cock in your, in your mouth. mouth. Pass that your glass mouth over right. here. Right there. That would be a first for me. <laughs> winky face. <laughs> Why don't you call him out for the winky face? Because he actually said it. Fuck off. Uh, we got a Hill Farmstead Tyree Hands mm. collaboration, Works of Love from 2016. Oh my God. It's, it's delicious. It's like tart and lemon and funky and oh, smells like a gym bag. In, horse in horse chalk. blanket, yeah. <laughs> a used horse blanket, baby diaper. <laughs> I want to go to your gym. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I wish we shared a locker in high a, school. Let me pass that bottle over here for a second. I'm going to put that on the uh, so people can see that beautiful works of love right there. Uh, thank you so much for bringing that. So, talk to me. Walk me through the day. So, you guys obviously had to think about. A whole lot of logistics before you started this. Um, just the worthy. We'll talk about just the worthy. There's a whole lot of j- logistics for that. And I apologize that I couldn't be there for it. Um, you guys obviously set up booth, set up shop. Well, before that, Rick and I started the day off with a high five. Because yes. Because we got the best parking spot the worthy had to offer. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> so you know the day's going good. It, so. it was a solid start to the day. No? Yeah. Yeah, but you get there uh, two hours beforehand. Okay. And you set it, you grab your little table, okay. um, which is, you know, you kind of try to pick a, a decent spot. Okay. And then you, uh, you know, set up your kind of table cover and, and all your, get your beer ready to go and make friends with the people next to you okay. and scope out the scene. Now, now, now give me a visual. You guys are under a giant tent or are you guys out in the open? Thank like, God we were under a tent because yeah. it was blisteringly balls hot, hot. Yeah, yeah they were still setting up when we got there we wanted to get there nice and early and okay scope out a halfway decent spot and the crew was there they were they had tables leaning and the big white tent was up and okay we spotted jefe you know 70 yards downfield and yep. he's just being jefe walking around right and, and he's the organizer yeah, of, yep, of yep. the whole event right now our, um you guys are bringing kegs how many kegs do you bring with you so there's a there's a minimum of five gallons okay um and they suggest 10 gallons okay what what happened was that uh, you know we had we were trying to decide which which beers to bring, and we had ten gallons of of an IPA, okay, um, and then we happened to like a sour that we had had just kind of sitting around, okay, um, of which we had five gallons of. Oh, so you so, were on the cusp. Yeah, so we we gave out a few small pours, okay, uh, to try Smart. to conserve that, okay, along the way. Now again, the worthy has. Um, some major market beers there as well, correct? Yeah, so you have sure. some some established breweries there as well. Yep, the Jack's Abbey boys were there. Okay. Ford Hill was there. Okay. You know, Jack's Abbey's uh, barrel program was there. Ooh. Springdale, Vanish Valley. Okay. Amherst. Right. 
Now, do you feel any? Um, and then, and then, what was nice this year was they had um, a group of of people who are no longer home brewers, but maybe haven't quite set up fully their retail locations, okay. the, like the rustic. Rux, yeah. yeah, they were licensed, so they called them the tweener section. The tweener yeah, section, them. licensed to sell, but not to have an establishment just yet. So rustic was pouring their magic. Yeah. Um, there was another one, um, Great Awakening. And they had some okay. phenomenal stuff. And then two weeks notice uh, also had some great beer. They're opening fairly soon, I believe. Two and weeks notice again. They're out of Western. They're going to be in West Springfield. West Springfield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You mean the Baldwin Street area? I, I have think? not had any of their beers yet. Can yeah, you it was speak good. to the? Yeah, all right. Solid stuff. Okay, so long day, sweating your dicks off, slinging beers, feeling good about feeling good. Yeah, you know, I think. How are you feeling halfway through the day? Do you have a vibe? Do you have a feel? Do you have an understanding? You know, like, I think our vibe was buzzed. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I th- yeah. You know, I just didn't want people to pour my beer out in front of me. Right, or spit it <laughs> yeah. at you. You rocking uh, good for nothing. You know, and, and I think Brian did a good job when we when you show up to a, a festival or a beer fest like that with a ton of people. Yep. Um, not everybody's going to want a sour beer. Okay. And right. so Brian would. As people were coming up, if they if they seemed like they maybe weren't quite sure what we were pouring, he would say, "We're not offended. If if you don't want a sour beer, then you don't have to have right. a pour. We're you know right. we're fine with that. Right? Um, we'd actually prefer it. Then we can save the two ounces for somebody yeah. else. Um, Someone who's not a stupid. Uh, that's a wrong word. I should start that over yeah, again. Yeah, but there was also a lot of. I love saving my two ounces for just the right person. <laughs> I just wanted to get in there. I had to. There was also a lot of folks that uh, were on the cusp, and they said, well, I really don't like sour beers, and they decided to try a, a pour, and they were like, whoa. Right. That, that's very refreshing. What it's 99 way- degrees out with 112 yeah. humidity. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, what a great introduction, or what a great way to do into sours. And we've been talking about it for a while now, Panda and myself, that more people need to get on the sour train and start trying them more. My wife didn't even like the idea of drinking IPAs when we first started drinking beers. And now she's an absolute beer cunt, only when it comes to drinking IPAs, right? So now that we've kind of all evolved with our palates and we're, we've evolved sours, and, uh, and I think when you make beer and you see what it takes to make a refreshing sour and something that's drinkable, you want more people to... Tr- this is craftsmanship. You guys need to be trying this. My wife's like, nah, it smells like fucking socks and bad dick i'm not drinking that stuff what's the matter with you she, yeah. is she how familiar is she with the smell of bad dick she's married to me for the last <laughs> five years and in my house there's a rule you can be a willing or an unwilling participant but the coco's getting laid you know what i'm saying you can, the coco's getting some that's why i stopped sleeping over or on your back <laughs> don't, don't sleep on your back yeah oh so uh, again so you guys brought a sour and you, you got some people introduced to that stuff and uh yeah, and the in the day I think lent itself to something like that where, and you know Brian and I talked about it. Um, the IPA that we were going to bring was a, a good IPA, but you'll be up against twenty five other killer IPAs. Yeah. So that's my big issue right now with the worthy. Now I've had Kennedy and I love it, and I and it's it's a beer that I would recommend. I'd hand out. I'd give to people. But at this stage in most beer games, if you don't sure. have something else besides that, you're just another dank New England IPA. Yeah. That's, just all, that's all you are. And I just had one the other day that was vanilla, lactose, three different hops, and mango. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, what more can we do to the New England IPA? But what, what else can we possibly do? Fried chicken. Right. Fucking right. 
These idiots putting like bananas. I have a deep fried IPA for you this <laughs> evening, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Ask me where I fried the chicken. Um, so, getting back to where we were. So you're feeling good about feeling good. You're pouring this um, this sour. What else do you have with you besides the sour? So the the way that it works is from noon to two, you pour one beer. Okay. And that's your competition beer. Okay. And then when 2 o'clock rolls around, you can do whatever the hell you want. Who's judging this competition? This is just strictly local people walking around, right? People dropping tokens yep. in. Now, so. explain to me the tokens. Are you issued a, like a set amount of tokens? Like if you walked in... Yeah, getting... so when you buy a ticket to the Worthy Festival, you okay. are issued a wristband, a glass, and two tokens. Okay. Uh, you're right. also given a, you know, your paper that says what brewery has what beer. Okay, and, all right, all right. So um, a little roadmap action. And we had a typo. It said that we brought a different beer. Even smarter. So, <laughs> Even, that's way to trick them up into the tent. Ah! So we had a lot of folks that were not pleased we were yeah. serving a sour because they were really juiced up for the chocolate sauce oh that was on the God. menu. Again, boys and girls, I've probably talked about this at nauseum, and I don't care. That chocolate sauce in your life. Get that chocolate sauce in your life. The second you see these guys are out there, and if they're lying to you, feel free to punch them in their baby makers about not bringing the chocolate sauce with them. I understand but it's fucking magical. But the way that that happened magic. was I had told Brian that really he should brew that beer for the for the worthy and I think wisely he he said it's going to be fucking 90 yeah. <laughs> and not that's not what people want to drink on that day. Smart, really smart. So I mean, the, that's a uh I, the first time I had it was here and I believe it was the Super Bowl. It was. And yeah. it was fucking I'm like, oh my god, that's the time of the year. That that late October when uh when dark beers are definitely on the yeah. on the heavy, CS has a long fermentation and a very long sitting period. Okay, so it, it there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, it's not just like this is the weekend. Let's brew up some chocolate sauce and have it in a few weeks. Yeah, right. It, it's it's at least a six week turnaround. Okay, which, now, which isn't that much, but no, no, I hear what you're saying, and and that's a it's a complex beer and in all of its flavors. Yeah, the beer we brought was was sitting for nine months. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, had, had brewed it, uh, I think in September. <laughs> um, so we brewed that in September and, uh, pitched some, uh, some, you know, wild yeast and bacteria on top of the, the kind of standard ale yeast and then let it sit. And then it re-fermented with watermelons, basil, and lime. <laughs> And uh, then sat for another a while. Dripping side of white privilege. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and uh, two ounces. And, and when mm. we when we sampled it, about we we made the decision to bring it on Tuesday, and the worthy was on a Saturday. Okay. So we weren't even thinking it. All right. Um, right. Until that point, and then so we you know it was kegged up and ready to go. Serendipitous. Yeah, and then it was ninety degrees out, and we have a sub five percent sour. Yeah. With with some watermelon, yeah, and um, touch of basil, yeah, yeah. Uh, magical things all came together for you. So, you you serve this beer. You said from what time to what time? We Noon. kicked it about one one fifty ish. One fifty worked out very well. Okay. So then we were shut down for the last five minutes. Okay, um, and then at two o'clock, then we had a goza that we brought out. Okay, now the voting goes until when? Uh, they collect your. You get a little tin. Yep, and they collected that. You know, right around two o'clock. Just before two for us, yeah. Okay, so that, so now you have a bunch of day long day drinking amateurs dropping tokens into a little bucket who are deciding your fate. Yeah. And uh, what was the you what you said thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight other breweries? There were thirty eight total, I believe. To, okay, yeah. around around that. Okay, and 
what was the end up final score? Like, uh, you guys got a tally on that? Did you guys get a? We do have a tally. Yeah, I don't remember it though. I do think, you remember? Uh, it was one eighteen, something like that. One eighteen. And who was the net? Who was number two? Uh, so it was a tie for second. Okay. Um, Skyline. Uh, so the the restaurant oh, in West. The restaurant, right? Okay. They uh, they have a homebrew shop and also they um, they homebrew and I think they're planning on opening their own place. Funny little sidebar. One of only two bars in the entire continental United States that I've been asked to never go back into was the Skyline Restaurant. I may or may not have thrown up all over the bar and got in a fist fight in the foyer with one of the bouncers when they asked me to walk out the door. Thank you very much, Skyline, Windsor Locks, Connecticut. I was oh, at, a different place, I believe. Oh, phew, because I was at the peak of my game with that one. <laughs> I was going to say, I won't bring that up when I go back in there next time. I'm going to say, uh, don't mention my name. And I, because won't, I, I won't get the hash either. They took me a picture and they put it up on the old wall there and said, don't let this asshole back in ever. <laughs> I wasn't such a good kid. I've not always been the nice guy that you've always known. I refuse to believe it. I, I'm just saying, I, was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't the Boy Scout and the nice, sweet guy that you've grown to love and touch inappropriately. Um, of which you've also been talked to about that. As well. <laughs> yeah. I've been talked to multiple times recently about inappropriate touching, but it's never been with a woman. It's always been other men that have had a problem with me inappropriately touching. I don't them. know what their problem is. I don't know yeah. what their problem is either. It's actually other people who watch me inappropriately. Like your girl probably got a little weirded out for a second. Probably not. She dates me. So yeah, she's there's like, that. <laughs> She has that going for her. Um, so again, so all right, so second place, tie for second place, and now uh, what was um, their score? The, uh, they had eighty-seven, ah. and then they they tied with um, was it Jute Jute Town? Uh, Jute Town was a they came in a couple down, but um, bottoms up brewing. Tied. Bottoms up ah. brewing. Okay, they had a couple really nice IPAs. Okay, there were I mean there were some amazing beers right that was my next question did Ah, you guys have the opportunity i know you're slinging beers the whole time did you even have the opportunity oh what we got going on right here there's actually a breakdown list that uh our buddy kj kevin just oh good looking out kevin all right uh yeah so this is the list from all wow that is a that's only wow so kevin uh in the clutch pulls up the list from the worthy from this uh recent competition bulls brewery came in with a 14 you can suck a dick greg's good beer you should kill I'm sure yourself they're nice people i'm sure they are they should go home and kill themselves um <laughs> i don't i don't even understand the I, opinions I, expressed <laughs> theoretical nonsense so-called brewing company got a nine there goes all of our future interviews <laughs> right there Nah, i mean if you if you've pulled uh, less than 20 i don't even want you on my podcast <laughs> just you should <laughs> You reconsider everything you've done. Barrel Brewing is not affiliated with theoretical nonsense. <laughs> yeah, podcast. they are. Anyways, no. Uh, Barrel Brewing, one fifteen. Who bottoms up eighty seven? Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then Skyline Brewing Company eighty seven. So wow, thank you very much for pulling that up. That's awesome. Um, this is nice too. What is this denim? <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> this is nice. It's, it smells like my paper boy. And um, I know. Anyways, so now you're slinging beers all this time. You've got beer, obviously a bunch of beer homebrewers around you. Did you guys have an opportunity to sample anything that those guys had? Yeah, a little bit. We yeah. walked around. We took turns going around. Oh, smart. Oh, and, smart. Uh, I, I sent my wife to, to go and retrieve. <laughs> Listen, beer wench. Although I kept sending her back to Rustic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did the Rustic boys bring with them? 
Oh, they have their Lavinus? Ah, beautiful, beautiful yeah, beverage. Yeah, especially on a nice warm day. Jared actually brought me a, a few pours of Lavinus throughout the day. I yeah. Was, I was very excited yeah, about that. Yeah, that last time they had Lavinus was my son's first birthday, and they were just going to have a keg of it for a competition. And I pretty much broke into the brewery with a 32-ouncer and was like, either you pour me 32 ounces or I'm burning this house to the ground. And then I came to that birthday Then you came to that birthday And consumed party. about 16 of yeah. those ounces. <laughs> Worth every penny of it. Yeah, again, big shout-out. Big things on the horizon for those guys out there at Rust Great Park. guys over there. Oh, my God. They're always so... Uh, so nice, so willing, just, uh, they're us. They're a bunch of just guys who love brewing beer and love pouring good stuff, and it's nice that they're in Western Mass and I get to harass them for beer on, yes. on the regular. Um, so the day's over. When do you find out about the about the, uh, the Yeah, so 2 o'clock, you know, they collect all the stuff, and then... Um, they make you get drunk for four hours. Yeah, and then after... <laughs> yeah, after bent two, your fucking arm, <laughs> did they bribe? <laughs> Then after two, we kind of were taking turns popping around. Brian Stam, the, sample and stuff. the second half poster of what you should not be for a drunken walking alcoholic. But anyways, <laughs> if you don't know, Brian Stam and I have a very, very special relationship. And not only the fact that we dock and touch naughty parts, but he's one of the very, he's the only person in this room who uh, knows the person who raised me. And uh, and we, I, I can only imagine if you must have had the same kind of relationship with him. Exactly, exactly the, the same, same relationship. So like Brian Stam and I were brothers from the, day the, one. The, the same. Ah, uh, yeah. Bill, did you just say that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, John, did you just say yeah, that? We have a very special relationship. So I'm sorry. So again, I, I digress because I'm. Well, no time makes sense. <laughs> Carry on. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, then uh, you know, from two to four, you're just kind of doing your thing, and then. Uh, and then I think at five o'clock, people went up to uh, Smith's, where oh, wow. where at some point thereafter the winner was going to be announced. Okay. So, and I'll just interrupt you for a second, and I'll just say my my face was intrigued. They were serving doppelganger at Smith's. Shut your face yeah. hole. Yeah. Out the keg. Out the keg. Uh, Treehouse had their little gig there, and uh, Bourbon County was on tap. Shut your mouth. I uh, has nothing on Steve Robinson's wedding from last night. I'll just <laughs> yeah. throw that out there. Wait. Um, this is a this is a, f- a friend of uh, Jay Pisano's okay. who had his wedding last night had uh, Julius um, on Ur- tap at the wedding. Dear Ju- God, Bourbon County, Bourbon County, uh. OEC experimentalist. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> oh, uh, some Cantillon. Cantillon, yeah. He had a creek on at his wedding. Yeah. He had a creek on at his wedding. Yeah, on tap. On Get tap. the fuck. Yeah. How, what was his? Be- I don't even want to know. I'm done talking. There's like three team. other things that'll just make you throw up on yourself. So yeah. we'll just stop there. Dear God, I'm not throwing up on this jersey either. I just want. I'm considering getting divorced and remarried <laughs> so that I can. I want you all to get divorced and remarried because I missed all of your weddings. Um, yeah. I could use a few bachelor parties in my yeah, life. Yeah, that's pretty as much well. all I was looking forward to. So, so okay, so you're upstairs drinking doppelgangers on tap. The the only clue that we had that we had done okay. Oh yeah, tell me was, about this. Like, like I was saying before, at what point did you have a vibe? What point so, did you have a feeling? I think we were just pouring and talking to people and having okay. a good time. and But you don't know how everybody else is doing. So um, we thought people were liking our beer, but we didn't, you know, there was, I wouldn't say that we we thought that we won. Um, but uh, around 2.30, somebody came up and asked if uh, the documentary person had come and talked oh, to us. Oh, no. And, uh, That's a like, good feeling right like, there. Oh, who's, who's that? <laughs> yeah, we're like, why would they want to do that? <laughs> Um, uh. So then we were thinking, oh, maybe we got in the top five or something okay. like that. Right, right, okay. But just just so for the record, we we had zero expectations of, of winning the Worthy Festival. No, no. I mean, 
having no. We didn't think we had a shot at it. Not not no on. expectations. We didn't think we had a shot. Come at it. on. You wouldn't have entered the competition if you didn't think that. Stop that. Well, you got to start somewhere. It was our first brute competition we've ever entered. Okay. So. And and again, with all due respect, the the chocolate sauce, if you had brought it, even though it wasn't the season for bringing it, if there's another brew competition in that time of the year, go into that contest knowing you're going to win that fucking <laughs> contest. Just sure. know it. Have that feeling because... Confidence breeds confidence. Positive mental attitude breeds positivity, all right? I'm not saying going into it cocky like we have this on, but go into it with the idea that this is the best batch of chocolate sauce that I've made and and go into it with, like, we're going home with another win. Yeah, but let's say you got 30 tokens. Okay. That's 30 people who said, holy shit, I love this beer. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So You're um, making fans Anybody that gave us a token, I was appreciative of. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So if, you know... Even if you don't win, you have people who are, who are liking your stuff. Right. And Unlike uh, some other breweries that I heard were paying people to drop tokens. Into no, I think buckets. that was in previous years. Previous years. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and so, it wasn't like paying. I, I, don't, I wasn't there, so I don't really know. No, I'm not telling um, you to talk smack about them. I, we can okay. turn the microphones off, and I'll fucking talk smack about them. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's that's cool, because I'm not so even going to mention their cunt bag names, but there are definitely some people who have been to The Worthy before who have thrown cash at people from their towns to go to the worthy and drop your tokens in for me, whether you drink my beer or not. So that means stacking the deck. I'm taking away the entire integrity of the entire point of the event. And I find that to be really shitty. I mean, if you... And I hope your children die of gonorrhea. Yeah! I got that dead silence. Did you like it? Did you like it? Dead silence. Dead silence. Thing on? <laughs> Again, Beer Hole Brewing has no affiliation <laughs> with... Uh, Theoretical nonsense podcast. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With an emphasis on nonsense. <laughs> yeah, complete nonsense. Yeah, I'm making this. Day. I'm making this all up off the top of my head. All right. So upstairs drinking. Wow. Uh, I love that we just yeah. We, we, like we went upstairs. Right, this is I got a podcast. Uh, <laughs> got a treehouse pour. Nice. And sitting up there and um, yeah, like seven. There were you know we were there with a number of friends <laughs> and yeah, and family yeah. and then we. Uh, they said they're going to announce the winners, so yep. we said, all right, let's go yeah. see who won. Right. Oh, us. Holy shit. That, now, that feeling that you had right there is pure happiness. In case you, if you've never known pure happiness before, if you, you have no idea how to describe it to somebody, that right there, what you felt is like the first time you hold your child, right, like the, is second place to winning a fucking I beer think it competition. Was, there was a lot of shock. And then the shock feeling ran into happiness, and yeah. then it finally reached an equilibrium of some sort. Yeah, just, but that is pure, unexpected happiness. We were pretty fired up. Yeah, I can only imagine. And then, uh, you know, and then lots of people coming up saying they like the beer, yep. and congrats, and we had so many friends who were in the competition. Right. Um, uh, a buddy of ours, Kevin Murray, has a, a place called Clearheaded Brewing. Okay. Um, so, you know, he was up there. We have our family. We're our friends. Kev Met was around. Clear headed brewing. What did he get, Kev? What did he get? 14? No, no, he did. No, he, he did well. No, he did well. He did? 30? Yeah. yeah, 30? He, he, yeah? He, had like he was a, up there. What did he pour? A a uh, a Moscow Moose Ooh. IPA. Yep. Moscow Moose IPA. With real Moscow Moose? Uh, yes. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Imported. Imported? <laughs> yeah. Cost him 70 to, grand to, to, make that, that. <laughs> to get that Moscow imported. Yeah. You have no idea. That's exciting. All right. Everybody's at Tipsy Wisdom. They had uh, like an oatmeal cookie porter. Oh, okay. Style. Fun. It was a great beer. Fun. Yeah. They did yeah. a good job, too. The Skyline beer, was that was excellent. They were next to us. Okay. Um, 
Oh, that's the, oh. tough. So Skyline was next to you. They're right next to us. Yeah. Holy in, shit. In Jute Town, who they were on the other side of us. They tied last year with Drunken Rabbit, right? That was last year. Correct. Um, and so they, so yeah, not in Jute Town. <laughs> not um, Jute Town. Jute Town were phenomenal guys and actually awesome brewers. Um, so they won nice, last year. Some of the nicest people I met that day. Yeah. Period. Nice. Okay. They had a coconut hibiscus. <gasps> oh God, it was beautiful. Um, and you don't see me make that face a lot, and it was beautiful. I, the lights are always off when you're making that face. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. I feel it when you make that face. And so they were great neighbors. They actually helped us. We had a <laughs> we had a malfunction before the thing started. We needed a tool okay. to fix the keg. Oh, nice! Jump in the club. Kenzo wasn't yeah. there to be the tool. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, he is a he's a Swiss Army tool. You have no idea. Um, you should see what he can do with his thumb in a counterclockwise knuckles up aggressive. <laughs> Why do you think I had him come over 20 minutes before you guys? Um, yeah, that's one thing I love about this entire thing, too, and the homebrew scene, is everyone knows what it takes to go through brewing a beer. And everyone knows the um, the time away from your family, the time away from friends, and the dedication, and fucking up a batch. Ah, I fucked up a raspberry wheat ale once, and I wanted to stab myself on the fucking neck. Raspberries are really cheap. I don't know why you're upset. Uh, <laughs> it was it was one of those things that I felt really good about. You know, like, oh, this is going to be great. And then like, one of the first beers I, I fucked up my Christmas ale. Like, you, you know, you one thing, one way, and everyone has that story. Yeah, I fucked you, up a lot of beers. Yeah, you fuck up a lot of beers. You learn from it. That was wrong. Make Take notes, all that stuff. But that craft beer scene with local fans and people, they're, they're always so willing to help. They're always like, I yeah. understand. Here's a suggestion or whatever. Um. Sidebar, how are you keeping your beers cold when you're out there? They bring you buckets of ice. So What's that's the cool thing about Worthy. Uh, Worthy backs up a huge 20-foot box truck. Okay. And it's loaded with like six pallets of ice. Oh, nice. 20-pound bags of ice. And nice. You're allowed to take two or three bags per okay. uh, per home brewer. Uh, we walked over and we got in a yeah. stance <laughs> and we, we walked over with this big bag of ice. And it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be at we'll be at the Jumping Comet uh, Homebrew Charity for, for the foster kids. Oh, nice. On August 4th. August 4th. Um, what town? We have to bring our own ice there. <laughs> but we are more than happy to be part of their. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Homebrew AOK is the hashtag. for And it's for all our kids. It's a, an adoption oh, um, charity. Amazing. It's a really cool charity. And that's August? August 4th on 4th, Saturday. Okay. August. Okay. It's at Patty's right near Winnick. Ah, yeah, yep. and actually, Rustic will be pouring beers after it finishes. The panda lives about a mile and a half away from that. He's a throw, up, throw up and walking distance is what we like to call it. Um, yeah, I almost got him banned there. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. Uh, if, for those of you who don't know, that pretty Ricky has a uh, he is a heck, uh, doctor in uh, Jekyll and Mister Hyde portion to him, and I could tell you stories, um, but I won't. They're, but they are fun. Thank you. I do. <laughs> I do love when you flip that coin and go the other way. It's occasionally. Oh, it's always a fun adventure. Like, yep, going to jail tonight, boys. <laughs> um, so you've walked. You award high fives. Obviously, you're going to celebrate, and you're already actually balled the, out drunk, right? The, fir- the first thing that happened was uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Sweating your dicks off all day. No, I think, you know, you're you're pouring all day. Oh yeah, and um, right. and having the beer wenches fetch you. Yeah, cervezas. But they're fetching you two ounces. Yeah, so right. you know, I think they were um, busy fetching fetching themselves extra pours. Yeah, yeah. Of everything they could yeah, get. Yeah, a little on. swish and spit action. That's maybe, nothing maybe wrong with that. that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, so the first thing that happened afterwards was, you know, you go up and you get the congratulations, and then uh, Josh Britton from Vanish Valley came over and said that actually this year they're switching it up. 
in previous years, uh, the winners have have brewed a batch with Amherst Brewing. Okay. And so, uh, which by the way, what is their IPA? It's um, uh, G- uh, J- there it Juliet, is. Juliet. Nope. Uh, Jane Jane Doe. They have the Jane Doe. Okay. They have. Is it Juliet? They have they a have Juliet. Juliet. Do they have a double Juliet? Gdh. They've done different variations. Dear God, what a phenomenal and beer! Oh, they Jane, put out some. It's like their experimental series. Okay, yeah. so Jane Doe's are okay. So. They're like in a strip mall of all places too. Have you been up to? Yeah, I, yeah, up in Amherst. Yeah, I guess it's the Amherst Brewing. Guys. Yeah, it's um, whatever. But yeah, yeah it's no, a, I have. It's oh, wow, impressed with that beer. At first, I was like, man, and then when they DDH'd that noise, they've been crushing it. And actually, I guess that was part of the thing was um, they've been they've been so busy, but but Josh having been a, a winner of the Worthy years okay. ago before he opened Vanish Valley. Okay. Uh, he really wanted to kind of get back. So okay, nice. So bring, as a, bring it full circle, yeah, that was really cool of him. So uh, you know, for next year, and and it remains to be determined, kind of what what will have how this will take place or what beer. Okay. But um, we're gonna brew a batch with them. Nice. Wow, that, that's that, super fucking exciting. That will be at the worthy next year. Stop it. Now, and what Josh wants to do also, he wants to do something a little different. I'm not sure if he wants to can the beer. Or okay. He's still thinking about what he wants to do with it, Exciting. but he wants to pioneer something really cool for the worthy winner. So. Making this a making this event bigger, making it more. I mean, my gosh, 38 home brewers plus your tweeners plus your established. I mean, it's a pretty large event in the Western Mass area, and they shut down what Worthington Street, like end yeah. to end, right? Sure that, do, yeah. Right. Um, and, and for him, he said it was about kind of bringing it full circle. Yeah. So you know, I mean, they've won it, and now obviously they make these. Absolutely amazing beers, oh, and they're they they're fucking great guys, yeah. <laughs> too. and they're thriving. Um, and they were there pouring on the professional level, right? But giving back a little bit to kind of you know um, help some home brewers and and give us something pretty exciting. To Name do. and recognition. Name and recognition. Oh yeah. Spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. And there's so, not there. And again, they're not. You're not their competition. They don't really. No. We're nobody's competition. You're nobody's competition. Nobody's competition. We're competition. Right. We're right. Not yeah. yet. Now, do you guys consider yourselves in the future to be on the tweener for next year? Do you see yourselves going in that direction? I think we'll see. That would you know, that'd be pretty cool. We'll see kind of where things go. In one year's we're not, time. We're not gonna now. stop brewing. No, I'm not saying stop brewing, but what is Bear Hole Brewing Company's where do you see yourself a year from today? So the worthy has passed again a year from now, and here we are sitting again around again. Where is Bear Hole Brewing going to be? One year ago, you were at my house. Yeah, today. So, one, <laughs> so a year from today, I see myself doing something with you. A year ago today, I was um, here at the Conlon Homestead and uh, barefoot driving Ricky's car home from the bar. Um, soaking naked. Wet. Soaking wet. Still dressed. Still dressed. Soaking wet. Barefoot driving. Pretty Ricky's car. Another story for another time, boys and girls. Um, no, seriously, where do you guys see yourselves being? What's the vision? Where's the future? Where are you guys? Where do you seriously though? I mean, uh, the worthy is a is a great stepping stone. And you, like you said, on August fourth, you have another event coming up. Well, we don't want to put a timeline on anything. Nope. Uh, we Rick and I have talked about this multiple times. We'd love to eventually down the road. Um, we'd love a brick and mortar, but who knows what the future holds? Okay. Right. Everybody has a dream of opening a brewery, right? When you start home brewing, you're like, oh my God, I want to open a brewery. This is amazing. Right. Uh, and then you brew some beers and people like your beers and you get a little closer to maybe one day having that dream. And um, 
again, we don't want to put a timeline on anything. We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. But that would be a great goal for us. Okay. Uh, something we'd love to do. All right. Um, but we don't know what it holds at this point. All right. I'm 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 saying as a as as a friend and a fan, um, it, don't let something um, unspoken go and decide how. Don't let something that you're afraid of not let you achieve that dream. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Big Daddy, Big Daddy who is a, an official team member of Six Squirrel Studios, that, that's his mantra. And uh, we've uh, we've laughed and joked about that for like three years now about don't let your dreams be dreams. But in reality, don't. Um, I, I want to see, I want to, I, I don't, I mean, if, if it was finances, if it was time, if it was people, there's enough people around who love you. There's enough people who want to see you guys do good. I mean, we talk about you guys as much as humanly possible. And we appreciate that. T-shirts. I mean, everything we're trying to spread the word. Um, because when that finally comes around, we want, we want lines out the door. We want rows of people. You know, we want people, we don't want you to get away from it for some silly reason. Like we don't have enough. We don't have enough help. Fuck it, I'll help you. You know what I mean? Like, one of you guys is watching my kids because I'm helping pour beers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so don't that that's all I can really I'm gonna need some help paying my mortgage <laughs> so I can open <laughs> a brewery. Live in my basement. I don't give a shit. I mean, in the long and short of it, if you want to live in my basement. Our newest partner, Kevin over there, actually told me I could live in his basement. See, there so. it is. <laughs> so I mean, if I'm I'm willing to scrub floors and clean yeah, kegs and, and, and clean lines out, I'm uh I'm saying don't let that dream be a dream. I, I Look can't, at I, I'm not sure I can do that. You're not sure you can do what? So what uh, Mr. Beautiful Conlon just put in front of you yep. um, is the second beer that we put on at The Worthy. This is a... That goes up. This is a vision Rick had yeah, and he came up with. Yeah, and, um, this is something we, we trademark a cream <laughs> pie goza. So uh, you're going to... Just like drinking a key lime pie in your face. I'm so fucking excited. Calm down. Calm down. I can see it. I know. That's what I just said. Calm down. Look at it. It's a very fun (laughs) beer to drink. Yeah. um, uh, I've heard nothing but amazing stuff about uh, good stories about this beer as well. Um, So, again, please don't let your dreams be dreams. If you need help, let me know. I'm sure the panda, you have a lot of people around you who are willing to help you. Don't, uh, Don't do something stupid like give up because you thought that, you know, you couldn't do it. Um. Excuse me. That is um, that's ridiculous. Um, holy key lime. Yeah. The smell. The smell does. Oh my god. The smell. This didn't win the worthy. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, there was actually a very good reception to that beer. Yeah. This is you should. But we we couldn't pour that until after the tokens were already. Fuck off! I would I wouldn't have brought this. I would have brought this home and served this next year. Holy shit! What's the name on this? So um, <laughs> uh. I'll spell it because fuck it, off. This is great. <laughs> the the initial name nom, 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 nom. was uh, J I G G L Y P U F F. Jigglypuff. I didn't say it. I said it. That is the. <laughs> I think that is probably owned by a, a multinational corporation. Yeah, that would sue um, the living shit out yeah. of you. <laughs> so uh, so I have no idea what a Jigglypuff is. This is Gigglypuff. Gigglypuff. I like Gigglepuff. I like that. Jesus Christ. This is. <laughs> Yeah, the wow. smell. The smell does not do it justice. I mean, the smell is not off-putting. No, but when you know versus what you it's, smell versus what you taste, it's the just and the nose, yeah. It's very, it's very deceiving. Yeah, you're. Yeah, that. Thank you. That's what it was. My next question was, what is that spice? So it, yeah, 
So it's a it's a kettle sour. Okay. Um, so uh, you know, kind of a quicker way of souring a beer and brewed with coriander, just a just a touch of hops Ugh. and then some lime and um, sea salt and Himalayan sea salt. Oh, well, you know those uh... In- Indian coriander. <laughs> And, like uh, ducka 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 Indian or like haya haya haya. <laughs> oh no, my goodness! Or I, like I'm abstaining. From, um, and or then, like uh, Elizabeth Warren Cherokee Indian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Full mouth pour. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Love this fucking game. We do this uh, every fucking weekend, boys and girls. Um. And then vanilla beans. Yeah. All right. And then uh, those two. The the vanilla bean thing. And, la- and lactose. Uh. T- okay. Now I have two questions. The vanilla bean thing is tricky. Do you go full bean or do you split your beans open? So uh, between you and me. Yeah. You hit me once. I get to hit you once. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a proprietary method of, oh. <laughs> of incorporating the vanilla bean. I don't want to know then. Um, now the lactose. Um, been experimenting. Are you guys familiar with Copy Luwak? <laughs> <laughs> Rick has a process where. <laughs> Uh, Google that shit, boys and girls. You want me to spell it for you? Um, the lactose thing is a is a fun experiment. I like you. I like doing it with um, like chocolate oatmeal stouts. That's a fun thing to do it with as well as too. Um, I'm never. Uh, I see a lot of people doing it now with the milkshake IPAs. I haven't made one yet. I haven't tried it yet. Um, I, I'm. I. It's a hit or miss thing for me. I've I've done it right and I've done it wrong. But I did uh, the chocolate oatmeal stout with the lactose is just killer. Yeah. Just a killer way to go with it. Um, mine was called uh, um, Blind Eye, I think we named it. That, that uh, the night before I was installing something in the house and like an idiot didn't do safety first. Didn't have the old safety glasses on and uh, shot a shard of wood into my eye. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Panda? It was definitely way more aggressive than the Panda shot to my eye. And uh, I spent the next day brewing beer with one eye patch. Clo- eye patch, that's what it was called. Because I had an eye patch on for brewing the beer. So my eye patch, uh, chocolate oatmeal stuff, we did the lactose for. And it came out really well. Um, you start seeing a lot more of that now. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, Valley's doing it. Yeah, they do some milkshake IPAs that are out of this world. Yeah, that I think la- anytime you want to add sweetness, yep. it's, a, it's a nice option. Nice. But, you know. Keep in mind, you're going to get that sweetness. So if you're trying to incorporate it into something that maybe doesn't lend itself. All That's that what I was saying. This is weird because you would never think that this is something that would lend itself to having lactose in it. But you've done it. The salt and sweet and sour, that kind of feel to it. Where do you see, where do you see the future of not only home brewing, but more importantly, beer like Western Massachusetts, New England? Where do you see the future of beer going? Where, where do you where do you see where do you want to see it going? I mean, I think that uh, you know, whenever anything is local, that that ties it in on on more than one level, right? And so, you know, I think the success of many local breweries and tap rooms is is a great thing. And when you're doing things on a smaller scale, you can afford to fuck up a right, little bit, right? And so you can go, all right, I let's try something. Lot. I do a yeah. lot, yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's try some stupid thing. Right, oh, this is terrible. Right, right that was it. dumb. Let's yeah. not do that again. Yeah. Or you try something like, holy shit, this works. Yay! And then you can you can do that. Um, so, you know, when some people talk about the the market kind of being saturated, it really I, is. It is, but it isn't. Like I think to myself, 
Um, if somebody opens, you know, a, a restaurant, um, nobody says, you know. Oh, there's too many restaurants. Too many in restaurants. Area. So, but you're not going to open a taco restaurant correct. next to a Mexican restaurant. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you have to know your yeah. demographics. And there are you have two, to know your. Yeah, right. you, you can't have 30 Indian restaurants in Agawam. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but. The smell alone. Doesn't mean you can't have one and then one in the town next to it. <laughs> just, just the smell alone. That is Indian coriander. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, it's definitely duck a duck a duck Indian. I do. I'm <laughs> staying out. Um, the reason why I bring that up is there are, and it kind of ties in with a couple of other things too, with, uh, like I was asking you before, where do you see the future of bear hole brewing? Right. And, um, there are breweries out right now that are pouring beers. Some of them, I don't want to, I don't want to mention their Potter hollow, mention their names out loud. Um, but there are some breweries in like Enfield, Connecticut that pour just absolutely Potter hollow, absolutely disgusting fucking beers. How the fuck Mike McManus, can you even have these beers on tap? I don't, I don't know. And, and when I talk to people who go to those places that shall remain named Potter Hollow Nameless, I don't want to say that I don't agree with Mike McManus and any of the things that he does at his brewery, but he's pouring fucking piss water. Here's the thing about Mike. And Mike he's, Mike's a good dude. I'm he's, not, a, he, he's a really good businessman. I'm not... Okay. My, right. my, there's, there's a couple different things in this industry. People are in the industry for different reasons. Right. He is the Yugo of the fucking beer industry. So Mike's, Mike's in the industry... And that's because my opinion. he's a business guy, you know. Okay. Uh, and that's what he's doing. He's doing. He, dude, the kid's doing a great job. He's he's got thirty barrel tanks in. He's distributing his beer everywhere. Right. You know. Right. Um, I think if you can if you can make a create a tap room where people have a good time, then that's a good thing. And his and tap so, room's full. So yeah, again, his tap room is full. The it tap is room is what beautiful. it is. The tap room is beautiful. It's a nice place. It's there's nothing around like it. Where he is and what he's doing, there's nothing around that's like it. Let's be honest though, because. We've had we've had um, Sam Adams beer in our backyard for a really long fucking time. Correct. And they were one of the first quote unquote microbreweries to break into at least the East Coast. Okay. Um, and they have been brewing piss water for a long fucking time. Yeah. All right. And it, even so far as to Jim Cock, and I am calling him Jim Cock, <laughs> coming out. And and having a fucking public meltdown over the fact that uh, microbrewery enthusiasts are not going after his beer, but are going after other beers. Um, and it wasn't until what this past year that they've uh, they've even decided to think about brewing something in the style that everyone seems to be going after in in this part of the country, which is a New England style IPA. But now they're. Five years too late. Yes. So, you know, the thing is, it's it's always... But it's years, like he said, it's marketing. Five years ago, I remember there was some beer like, you know, a billion IBUs. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what everybody wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and after about 86, yeah. you don't even taste the difference yeah, no, in IBUs anymore. No. But, but to put on that label, you know, we have a million IBUs. Right. And then people were, oh my God. And then it's it switches... In, to you know, presently in New England IPA, which is style I love. Yeah, but that's not the end. No. You no. know, and so then the milkshake IPAs are something that's coming al- that have been right coming along. Sours is something else that's coming along that I think. Uh, yeah, it, I think Americans are just kind of recently. No, um, don't say Americans. Don't no. I, I, I just would. don't shake your head at me, you fucking retard. Um, I take that. <laughs> it's 
it's a seizure. It's a, it's pockets of America because oh. I have lived in the Midwest. And if you're not drinking Natty Light, somebody get him a cookie. Lived in the Midwest. <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrestle. Um, no, no, I think Americans. They, well, they by and large have not have not gotten onto sour beers. Still late to the game. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 right. Okay. There's a large population in the country that still has never tried a, a goza, for that matter, a right. sour beer, especially a cream right. pie goza. Oh my god, put it in me. Uh, I want you to soak a tampon in this and shove it in my ass when I leave. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Take his mic away, please. <laughs> never. Yeah. Um, uh, the salt might sting. <laughs> the Indian ducka ducka salt. Um, <laughs> Oh, that, that was Himalayan sea salt. Whatever your face. Um, again, like uh, going. Uh, so uh, Cincinnati, Ohio has some good beers. Um, Cleveland has some good beers. Pittsburgh still advertises icy light, right? Iron City light beer, and, and again, a, a nice crisp lager. Buying in thirty racks for twelve ninety nine. And that's what people are drinking. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not. Cr- I'm not going to crash on anybody who still wants to drink. We were loving this four percent, right? Blonde ale. The effort that's put into that four percent um, blonde ale is way more uh, drinkable, crushable, whatever fancy word you want to use, than a lot of beers that you'll have um, when you go to. Um, what's your panic beer? What's your panic beer? Mine's Bud Heavy. That's my panic beer. Bud Budweiser is the same exact beer whether you have it in Germany, whether you have it in Japan, whether I've had it in uh, France, whether I've had it in Mexico. I, everywhere you go, you have a Budweiser. It tastes like Budweiser. That's my panic choice because I know what I'm getting. My panic choice is Tito's. Tito's? <laughs> I need you to pour a glass of vodka right here. <laughs> nice. In a dirty glass. Empty the ashtray. Pour it in my mouth. Tito's vodka is fantastic. Houston, Houston, Texas. No, not Houston, Texas. Where are they out of? Uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. Uh, um, That's all we need to care about. Yeah, they come from Texas. It comes to my package store. Austin area. Yeah. Shout out to to Tito's because again, a lot of people's panic choice in the in the in the clutches. Tito's vodka. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ever going to argue with that. Give me a blue ribbon. Yeah. I see. Oh, that's your guilty pleasure. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm never wrong. I mean, just I'll give you a fun fact on please. guilty pleasures. Yeah. We we had to fill out. I love guilty pleasures. A questionnaire me. recently. Um, one of these fantastic folks emailed us. They wanted to do a blog, and Rick filled out the questionnaire and it said, "What is your guilty pleasure?" And <laughs> and Rick filled it out and emailed it back to me, and I didn't know this. <laughs> and I got the forward it back off, and Rick said, "I like to bathe in Lindemans." <laughs> I will. It's good for your skin. It is. It's yeah. refreshing. It opens the pores. <laughs> yeah. Mine was Gilmore Girls, but I mean that's fine too. Um, uh, what I've, I've watched every episode. Yes. Um, whatever. Um, and, and that's another thing too is like again we all have a different viewpoint on such a trivial thing, beer, right? And we all have such a strong opinion on it. And you, we've talked about this at nauseum too. Like not the, not, I think it was the last time we podcasted out here. We were brewing beer and we were talking about. Um, the, the level of the dark web of people trading beers and getting on these things for and secondary market, secondary market value it, for beers. It's absurd. It is. It's insane. But it's again, it's like comic books are insane to me. You know, baseball cards are. Yeah. Insane so what's the me. difference, right? Right. There is no, you're going to buy a, a, a Mickey Mantle card. Right. 
If that's what makes you happy, then that's what makes you for happy. For two thousand right. dollars, what's the difference between four hundred dollars for a beer that you really want? Exactly. If that's what you want to spend your money on and that's what you want to do, I'm excited for you for being that passionate about something. I'm just uh, I'm always inquisitive about um, like weird like so New England IPAs is, is a is an anomaly in our lifetime. Right? It's an anomaly in our lifetime. It's very in the young stages of it's in its infancy, if you will, too. Maybe it's in its infancy. Maybe. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Maybe it's already run its course. It's a five year. It's been around five years, six years, right? Okay, I'll agree with you. I'll say five, six years. I mean, Julius, in in all honesty, was probably. I mean, Hetty's a seven year old beer. And I don't even want to drink it anymore. It's I'd still a crushable change. beer. I it's still, still love a, me some heady. I'd rather have yeah, a focal beer. Your palate has changed. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying is I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing when, when the, uh, what's the next, anom- the next, <laughs> boys and girls, the panda has popped the cork and spilt half of it on the floor. He's on his hands and knees right now. I think he's slurping it up. Use a napkin. Stop using your t-shirt for drinking that. The party fell. Not only did you leave the computer at home, God bless you, Mrs. D, for meeting us halfway for making this podcast happen, but now you're pouring beers on the floor, and now he's he's sopping it up. He's using his sock. He's uh, he's twisting it into his mouth. (laughs) He says that to me every Friday. Um, uh, What do you see as the next anomaly? I'm always asking people like this because. this is the first real big anomaly beer wise in our, for me, I, I mean, how do you see it? How are you looking at it? Like, what are you seeing? So the beer scene in general or the next beer style? Both. Give me both. How do you see the beer scene evolving? And what I do know you think Rick next- has heard me say this before and a few other folks. And when people talk about the oversaturation point, I mean, it's different now. When, if, if I say to you guys, well, maybe not you two, if I'm like, hey, do you want to go to a bar? It's 1230 in the afternoon. I'll meet you there. We'll bring food in, right? That may be like, ooh, he wants to go to a bar. The light's not that well. That seems a little weird. But, hey, get the dog. Grab the kids. Let's go to this brewery that's well-lit, outdoor setting. Uh, I think that is the new wave of the bar. I like it. And I think it's more socially acceptable, and that's why I don't think we are going to have an oversaturation point as fast as people think. Okay. I just think that what you have in that entity, uh, what does your outside area look like? What is your How friendly, how kid-friendly is it? What does it look like, right? So have you I think been, that's important. Have you been to Ireland before? I've never been to Ireland. I'm going to highly suggest it. I've been three times, and, uh, and every time I go, I, I always have uh, an eye-opening experience. And and I bring it back with me, and I try to share that with people. The panda's thinking about doing it for his thirtieth birthday. And if you've never been before, I'm telling you, put it on your to do list. Going next month. Uh, God damn, that's fucking awesome. Only because you told me to. Oh yay! <laughs> Pubs in small towns are centers for families to gather. It's pub food, home cooked pub food. There are children playing underneath the table. There's live music in the corner. There's mothers yeah. and fathers and grandparents. It's a gathering center on a, uh, uh, to, to warm yourself, to warm your soul, to, to talk to the people around you. It is FaceTime is one of the things that the panda and I talk about. One of the things that we don't do enough of in this country anymore is do exactly what we're doing right now. Like I talk to you often, but I don't see your face often enough. And, you know, and I, I, I'm lucky enough to work with two of my closest friends so I can see their faces. But the gathering ground for people, and whether it's a pub where people are drinking because 
that's what's socially accepted. And eating and enjoying and swapping stories and singing songs together. That's not an anomaly in other places. I want to see more of, like you were just saying, what, oh, is, sure. your, what is your scene? What is your, uh, you I, open a pub, you want families to come. I don't want to exclude anybody. I think the pendulum has to shift back a little bit. So, you know, this, is, this beer is a phenomenal beer, but it's almost 8%. How many of those can you drink? Yeah, so if 30. You know, <laughs> but the pub-style beers are, are right. tend to be lower ABV. Right. And, you know, so we've we've become accustomed to big flavors. Yes. Which are often part of a, a higher ABV, ABV beer. What you might see are, are people really trying to dial back the alcohol a little bit um, to facilitate some of the things that you were just talking about. Yeah. Panda, what is that? Never mind, he's on his way. Um, I agree. I think you need to see. Thank you very much. I think you, we need to see more of that. Um, Trillium has opened a beer garden, right? So Trillium in downtown Boston has opened a beer garden, and that's a, 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 a I think an amazing thing for uh, gathering people together, right? It's one thing to open a brew pub. It's one thing to open a place. I you were talking about uh, Suarez out in yeah Suarez family yeah yeah again a, a family gathering spot. I think that's kind yeah. of what Treehouse wanted. My wanted. kid was playing with his kid on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> playing on the floor. Yeah. We went out to uh, Portland, Oregon, and we went to Freem, and it's in Bend, Oregon. And they have an entire corner of their brewery set up with a chalkboard, with magnets, with toys, and books, and an entire area for Brilliant. kids to be able to play. And water bowls set outside and, and snacks for dogs. And... Please come in and sit down. Please bring your family. It's it's amazing. Not only hospitality, but marketing, and yeah. it's brilliant. Right. And, that, and that's the wave of what this industry is going to look like, okay. and it should look like. I like it. I like it. I think you guys should put that as part of your vision as well. I'm on board with that. And it is dripping oh my with God. white privilege. Wow! If you've never been to Portland, Oregon, boys and girls, dripping with white fucking privilege. Wow, these fucking liberal left coast fucking morons. Holy shit, did I ever feel in a place? I kept my mouth shut the whole time because I might not have doubt it. I would have gotten fucking killed for yeah, my yeah. views. You know what I mean? They would have just absolutely executed me out there. Um, but yeah, dripping with white privilege. But again, um, what about you, pretty Ricky? What are you thinking? What do you where do you see what do you want to see? With what's coming in 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 beer, in beer sharing, in breweries, in yeah, styles, I mean, I, everything. I have, as you know, I have younger kids. So if mm. I can go to a place with my kids, and not then, leave them in my hands while you disappear, yeah, on me? I may or may not. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite stories: Pretty Ricky and I back in the day went out to uh, went out to the treehouse when they were still really small, and uh, you, Teddy, your uh, your son was probably months old. I don't think he had had his first birthday yet. And yeah, uh, The umbilical cord hadn't fallen off he yet. Had, uh, he left him with me. Fuck, would you do that? For? <laughs> he raised, at that point, he had already raised one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and done a fairly good job at raising that one. Um, yeah, that, that again, that was kind of an introduction to families and being outside yeah. and enjoying yourself. Okay. And I'll meet... I've met Brian a number of times at Fort Hill um, where... You know, out, outdoor setting. And outdoor, or, indoor or music. Or indoor, and yep. you can bring food. And, yep. you know, we've brought cheese plates in, and yeah. they've got music going, and right. have a couple beers. And right. I mean, that's a that's a nice day. It is. 
Um, and, and they tend to have a number of offerings. So if I get something that's not 12%, yeah. um, I can have a couple of them and then, you know, not, not kill myself for the next day. Yeah, that has definitely been a uh, <laughs> the downfall to many an afternoon of out drinking is um, we, we have a tendency to antagonize each other. This motherfucker is one of the best antagonists I've ever met in my entire life. This is the supreme fucking antagonist of beer shares in my entire life. We haven't had a good old fashioned. I, I see myself as the protagonist. <laughs> this this basement has hosted many a drunken party. Probably you could get drunk by osmosis. <laughs> yes, we had a beer share in this house probably two three winters ago. And King Julius got bottled that fucking day. Yes. yes. Yeah, that was a March, I believe. Yep. My my cousins, the twins, were yeah. here. It was, uh, there was probably 20 people here. We started a chalkboard or a dry erase board so we could have some sort of resemblance of remembering the beers that we were drinking. But there was a point where, you know, we were pouring shit that was palate wrecking and my palate was already destroyed. Just absolutely destroyed. Rubs and suds number one, I can't even fucking fully recall. <laughs> Never. I was like, when you opened it, was it a 13 or a 15 Dark Lord? Holy yeah. shit. No, yeah. Stop that, opening beers. <laughs> Just that stop. Dark, that Dark Lord was the uh, Guajillo. Yeah. Oh. Again, B. Stam shows up today and just brought heavyweights with you. Lower, lower ABV. I don't care how low the ABV is. I'm going to open mouth kiss you with that microphone on for some of those beers that you brought with you. Yeah, two, Holy shit, thank you so much. I'm might, so excited for that. A 2012 Allagash. Resurgum. That might be the first or second year they did. I think that was a 10 or 11 the first time they did that. <sighs> but it's six yeah. years old and it's sitting in that bottle all sexy like. Yeah. Oh, definitely Deep all down sexy. Deep <laughs> Uh, sp- speaking of that pierced beard, not as blue hue dancing right off them. <laughs> um, so exciting! So I'm excited for you guys. Congratulations again on the worthy. Thank I'm, you. I'm uh, I'm on board with whatever you guys need, whatever I can do to help. I know the panda um, definitely mirrors what what I have to say. I'm sure you have a lot of people around you. Again, I'm going to say it um, in the voice of Big Daddy: Don't let your dreams become dreams. Um, uh, whatever we can do, we're we're trying to. Uh, Get the name out there again, Bear Hole Brewing Co. on the Instagram, on the Insta Tweetstagrams. We will definitely do what we can to uh, MySpace. My- <laughs> Have you all tried logging into your MySpace since then? Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be friends? Um, so again, follow those guys. We're gonna do what we can. I'm excited for what's going in the future for you guys for next year's worthy. Super excited for what's gonna happen with you guys. Um, with Vanished Valley, that's huge. Can you speak to any of that? Like, do you have? Did you guys go there and talk with them? Have you been to the establishment? Like, they were nice enough to have us at at their brewery. Okay, and uh, it, it was just kind of getting to meet them, and then they were um, just wanted to get to meet us, and and so don't know what the beer will be or how it will will. Um, can, I, can I throw my name, throw something in the hat and let it be that fucking ridiculous key lime goes that I just said? Because holy shit, I still want uh, a, a, a canned or a bottled corked coconut chocolate sauce so goddamn bad. Wow. Well, there there is a bunch of jig, uh, giggly puff. <laughs> giggly puff. He, he was saying to do the G with the. The, the umlaut? Dots. Yeah, the, is that a tilde? What is this? <laughs> a tilde. 
what the sixth grade Spanish class are you talking about? I fucking love it. Yeah. But uh, there is a decent amount of Gigglypuff in the hopper. I know I have 20 gallons of Gigglypuff at home oh, going God. right now. I'll Rick take five. How many going right now? Uh, there's uh, five gallons over there. I'll take five right that now. That one's going to have... Uh, so there's three quarters of a barrel of Gigglypuff Where's fermenting. There's gonna be there's gonna be some different new flavors of Gigglypuff we're gonna start trying out. That G Puff, you're gonna go by the way of Gandhi Butt and have to rename the entire. That's That's not a bad idea, actually. (laughs) That G Puff is definitely the way to go. Uh, But that was that was a concept that Rick went ran with, and I was like, dude, it's brilliant with with how he flavored and what he did with that recipe. Yeah. Um, And you were talking about the wave of the future. I think that is going to be a mainstay for us at Beer Hole. And I think there's going to be a lot of people on board uh, trying to do the same thing. Because we've seen a lot of other folks trying to brew something similar. Okay. uh, It's just a a beautiful summer beer that you want to drink when it's 112 out. Do you want to drink when it's 62 out? Agreed. You know? Agreed. Because that 62-degree weather will bring you to somewhere warm and fuzzy. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, put that in the bottle with a nice, uh, nice... cork on that with a nice little foil on top of it so i can cellar it for a year or two and i'll be i'll be one happy camper that's a that's a happy go lucky kind of beer right there um i i mean you look at what guys from uh plan b out there and i uh, was at killfish new york or whatever it is yeah now they are in uh poughkeepsie they're just like i mean it can be done it can be done yeah, you know, for them, so... Uh, I'm th- on board. This was a kettle sour, so kind of a quick way to sour. The, right. The one that we, we brought to the Worthy was a, a nine-month sour. But yeah, it takes a long time to build up those sour programs. Right. And so Plan B, now you see them in the stores. Right. Um, when we first started having their beers, you had to drive Drive there, there to go get them. And... and Actually, we trick mules into going yeah, into my, that forest. My wife had to watch his kid to ah. go get my bottles. Ah. Um, and, now, and now they're all over the place, so... Right. That's, that's, where really I, that's cool. what I want to see Bear Hole Brewing. I want to see it all over the place. I want, I want, to, I want to watch my kids while I go get bottles. <laughs> I want to see a blue ribbon on the Bear Hole bottle. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you know how they got that blue ribbon? <laughs> Drink our beer, we'll watch your kids. Yeah. Holy shit, I think we just found the Bear Hole Brewing motto. <laughs> yeah. You definitely do not want the Irish Cocoa watching your Brewery children. Slash <laughs> daycare <pen>. center. <laughs> huh. We might be on to something. I'm all CPR right. certified. <laughs> You're a lot more than just. He sure that. is. <laughs> Sometimes I pass out just for having. Rick, I'm about- fine. I don't need CPR right now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to enjoy this. Uh, I love the fact that you always put a, a chocolate or a mint in your mouth before you give me mouth to mouth, though. It's nice. It's nice. I appreciate it. It's the little things. It's it. Stop calling it little. Um, it works. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys very much for letting us be here. Thank you very much for letting us podcast again. Thank you. Big shout out. Um, if you're not following the bear hole brewing on the Insta tweets, the grams, we'll hit you out with that again so that you guys can uh, get ahead of that big things in the future. We're uh, again, August 4th. Can you talk to about that one more time for me, please? So we can have more people. What is that uh, event that you guys are going to be at? And tell it's me a little bit at Patty's in Springfield. Okay. August 4th. I, I don't recall the time. Oh, great. Uh, I'm noon. guessing early afternoon. Just uh, one, one o'clock. I believe. It's okay. Six. Um, Homebrew AOK. Okay. Um, homebrew for all our kids. All right. And uh, it's a charity event. Um, Rustic will be there afterwards pouring their beers. Okay. On tap at Patty's. Okay. And uh, oh, so where's the time? KJ in the clutch again. I'm gonna. We're gonna keep this kid around, man. He'll be around. He's yeah. he's actually uh, yeah. a another extension of Bear Hole now. Nice. He's part of our entity. Nice. Young Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you beat me to it. Good job. <laughs> Nice job. Nice job. Oh, God. He gets a patch. <laughs> so just go to, you can go to uh, Patty's 
actually in Patty's, or you can go to Jumping Comet Brewing to get tickets. Okay. Uh, tickets are twenty five bucks. Get you a t shirt. Oh, nice. Um, your your admission in, and it gives you a couple tickets or tokens. Okay. You know, similar to the worthy. Right. Uh, and you do vote on your favorite beers as well. Awesome. So the cool part about that thing is you don't you don't show up and just. You show up and give your beer out, but right. uh, even the home brewers that show up are actually donating money. Oh, nice! I, we have to donate X amount per keg, okay. which also goes towards the the charity. Super, and we've never had to do it before, and I think that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Because we want to be there. Yeah, and we want to support the cause. Right. So, what better way to to put something on that and do that for them? That's- Excellent, man. Good for you guys. Big things on the future. I like that. Again, um, thank you very much for having us here. Thank you very much for being guests. Thank you for talking about this and. Uh, um, we're going to get the name out there, and it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Listen, we're huge. going to be global. We're going to drain the swamp. It's going to be fantastic. Going to build a wall. We're going to build a wall. Our own space force. Our own space force. We'll take a mixed culture from that swamp and <laughs> propagate it. And- Again, we are Theoretical Nonsense Podcast, coming to you from those amazing people out there at Six Girls Studios. If you're uh, interested in podcasting, if you know anyone who has a podcast, wants it to sound better, want to make your own podcast, please hit them up. They will get back to you as ASAP. Out there in the West Coast, Best Coast. Um, or we will. Or Yeah, either way, we'll do everything we can to help you guys out. We are Theoretical Nonsense. They are, we are sponsored by those amazing people out there. Um, again, click on the banner, get that merch, spread the name. Uh, follow us on the Insta tweets to Facegrams. So we're going to do the best we can to stay a little bit sober. So you can follow us on the uh, Untapped as well. Uh, Pretty Ricky's on the Untapped as well. And your Untapped name is... Fuck off. And B-Stam has an... Uh, uh, fuck him too. Um, we, uh, my, mine's Johnny Q Rotten. He is uh, Mr. Underscore Pinter. Follow us on the Untapped as well. We are Theoretical Nonsense. Thank you so much again, guys. Thank this you has very been a much. lot of fun, and uh, we'll get updates as to uh, what's big and on the horizon for Bear Hole Brewing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for giving us the exclusive uh, press rights. Ooh. Well, of course. <laughs> Did you hear that? Nobody else come knocking on the door. We're going to go drink some beers. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And that's the way I see it.